Hi, and welcome to Audio Essays from My Closet. My name is Joseph, and I am recording this episode from my closet. A small glimpse into my personal life. This is the first time I've been recording an episode in a while, but it feels good. I recently started a new job where it's been hectic and crazy, but it feels nice just sitting in my closet and recording another episode. When I think of topics for episodes, I like to think, what's something small, or powerful, and something that's probably in our lives and we just don't even think about it? Well, I took a deep breath, and then it hit me. Smelling. I mean, think about it. When we take a breath, we can't help but get a small smell of the air that's around us. Just living our lives, we see because we have to see and we want to see, and vice versa for all the other senses. But smell, I don't think that we do it that often of our own choice. What I mean to say is, we don't actively decide, I'm going to smell right now, as often as we actively choose to see, hear, listen, taste, touch. I feel like it's a sense that we kind of overlook. Or at the very least, it's not something we think about as much. So, here it is. What's the deal with smell? It's as natural as breathing. In fact, it's hard not to do it when we're breathing. Smelling. Smell is one of the five senses, and it's something we do without even thinking about it. You might be thinking, so I can smell stuff. What's the big deal? Every time we take a breath through our noses, we smell a bit of the air in the area around us. Don't believe me? Try taking a deep breath in a forest and compare it to taking a breath in your grandmother's house. Can you smell the difference? Can you feel it? Our sense of smell gives us another texture and detail to consider in our surroundings. Our sense of smell is a way that we can detect potential dangers. Not sure if you should eat those leftovers or drink that milk you don't remember buying? You're probably going to give it a quick whiff to see if it's still good or if you should throw it away. As with all the topics I cover in this podcast, our sense of smell is something we don't notice or think about often. It has a lot of power in our lives and shapes how we think about people, places, and things. It also affects how we experience life and impacts our memories. First, let's discuss how smell works and what happens to our bodies when we experience smell. When we experience a smell, our brain is reacting to vaporized molecules that have entered our noses. Inside of our noses are special receptor cells called olfactory receptor neurons. These neurons are able to detect thousands of different kinds of odors. After a smell is detected, the information is sent to the olfactory bulb, located at the back of the nose. The olfactory bulb is able to filter out background smells in order to identify specific smells. This is where things start to get interesting. After the olfactory bulb has identified and sorted the sensory information it receives, 
and then sends it to the part of the brain that influences emotions and memories. When we notice a smell, our brain is able to recall any memories or feelings associated with the smell and process how we think about that smell. When we smell something, our brain is able to recall a time when we experience a specific odor and recall the associated emotions with that memory. And in a way, this can be used to trigger specific feelings and experiences. This can be used by businesses and people to elicit certain emotions and feelings from others. One trick used by realtors is to bake cookies or recreate the smell of baked cookies during open houses. This is because many people associate the smell of cookies with a feeling of being at home and having their parents make cookies for them. Not only can smell remind us of specific emotions and memories, but places as well. One example I came across during my research comes from a report from Gloria Rodriguez Gill, a California deaf-blind services educational specialist, titled A Sense of Smell, A Powerful Sense. In this report, Rodriguez recalls an experience she had in a Macy's department store. She was walking around the store and suddenly remembered her favorite doll as a child, Lucy. She hadn't thought about Lucy in years and was wondering why she suddenly thought about her. She looked around and realized that she was near the toy section. Rodriguez then grabbed one of the dolls and read the box and saw that it said, Made in Spain. How is this relevant? Well, Rodriguez actually spent a majority of her childhood in Spain, which is when she got Lucy. The smell from that doll not only reminded her of Lucy, but also of the country where she spent her formative years as a child. How could a smell remind us of a specific place? Remember, smells are tiny molecules that the receptive cells in our noses are able to recognize. There are thousands of these molecules around us all the time. While things may not have a specific smell, there are still molecules in the air that are unique to that place. Our brain is powerful enough to make these connections, even with the tiniest bits of information. If our nose detects a new smell, no matter how subtle it is, our brain can still make a connection with that place or to a memory. Our brain may not have named a specific smell, but when we smell it, you know what it is and what it reminds you of. During one of my volunteering days, we had a special lunch catered. The food was Middle Eastern. I never had that kind of food before, but something about it seemed familiar. My mind specifically went to sopash, specifically Portuguese sopash. During the summer, people of Portuguese cultural backgrounds, especially those of the Azores Islands, have festas to celebrate Our Lady of Fatima and celebrate the culture. One thing you will find are sopash, a soup with cabbage, beef, and bread. As a kid, I didn't like it, and I don't like it now as an adult. I think what I don't like about sopage is the memories I have with it. Whenever I had to eat sopage, it was during the hot, dry California summers, which is not exactly the best weather for soup. It was also served in a loud, 
and crowded banquet hall. With the heat coming from the soup, all the body heat, and the hot air from outside, I remember feeling miserable and claustrophobic whenever I had to eat it. All of a sudden, all of these memories and feelings I had as a kid were coming to back to me in that moment. I tried to explain what I was feeling, what I was smelling, to another volunteer who was also Portuguese. She said she could sort of understand what I was smelling, but wasn't sure. Even though we had a similar cultural upbringing, I was experiencing something entirely different. When I've tried to explain how I feel about the smell of soapage to other people, they don't quite understand. And how could they? It's impossible for everyone to have the same experiences and memories. So how we feel about specific smells and what we associate them with is different. Smell is not only powerful because of the impact on our memories, but how it affects how we live our daily lives. Our sense of smell is tied to how we taste. On the top of our mouths, there is a membrane that sends information to the olfactory bulb, which also sends the information to the brain when we smell something. Our taste buds can only give one perspective when it comes to deciphering and figuring out the flavor of food. Without our sense of smell, our brain has less information to work with and can only perceive so much in terms of flavors. If you don't believe me, try tasting some of your favorite foods without smelling. It'll taste like it's missing some of its flavor. Our sense of smell impacts our memories of our past and how we live in the present. While I was brainstorming for this episode, there was something else I began to wonder. Why do we like things that supposedly stink and are not nice to smell? The main example that comes to mind is flatulence, but for the rest of this episode, I'm just going to call it farts. And to be specific, our own farts. You may not want to admit it, but you've probably been by yourself, farted, and kind of like the smell. Obviously, we don't like being forced to smell other people's gas but we have an exception when it comes to our own. Surprisingly, there actually has been some research into this. One reason we may like the smell of our own gas is because our bodies are familiar with the bacteria that live in our stomachs. Inside of our digestive system is billions of bacteria that help break down the food we eat. These bacteria release gas as a byproduct, which our body releases as farts. Because the gas is coming from things that live and help the body, the brain recognizes it as something good and that everything is working inside of us. Our world and daily lives has multiple layers, textures, sounds, tastes, and smells. We don't even think about, about the subtle smells a place gives, like the smell of carpet, clothes, or other people. Remove one of these subtle scents, and our entire perception can change. Recently, I gave my own bedroom a deep clean. Dusted, changed the sheets, got rid of some old clothes. That night when I went to bed, it felt different. As I was breathing to relax and go off to sleep, I felt like I was in a slightly different spot. This is the room where I spent my childhood sleeping in. Yet just doing some simple dusting and and cleaning my sheets, I feel like I wasn't even in my room at all. The changes were very small, 
yet they changed my entire perception of a place I've known since childhood. We often take our sense of smell for granted, but it has so much power in how we form our memories and impacts how we feel. Our noses have more power than we think. It seems like our sense of smell is a big deal after all. Well, there you have it. What's the deal with smell? I hope that after this episode, you begin to pay more attention to your sense of smell. I think we all could agree that when we have stuffy noses, our day becomes miserable. And probably wish we could just chop our noses off and not have to deal with it. But when we have our sense of smell, everything changes. As I mentioned in the episode, smell is another texture that we can't see, but we know is there. Perhaps you'll take this into account the next time you decide to redo your room, look for small ways to reduce the stress in your life, or think about how we can change the way we feel based on what we smell. Maybe you'll consider getting a new air freshener for your car, getting a scented candle, something small, but has the power to change your mood and perception of the day. Thanks for listening. If you really want to help the show, the best way is to tell your friends and family about it and to leave a review on whatever platform or service you're using to listen to this podcast on. It doesn't seem like a simple review is going to do much, but ratings and reviews will help promote this podcast and recommend it to other people. This podcast is still small, so every single review will help greatly. That's it for this episode. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, keep thinking on, thinkers. Audio Essays from My Closet was written and produced by me, Joseph. See you next time.